Welcome to The Opener. Every weekday morning, we'll start off your day with a quick look at stats, trends, and trivia around the game of baseball. I'm Jeff Sackman, and it's Tuesday, June 15th. Each day, we select three numbers to highlight the latest news in the sport, and today, those numbers are 213, 27, and 2. Today's first number is 213. Kyle Gibson's ERA this year, three runs better than last year. According to Baseball Savant, that's a little better than he deserves, but his more predictive expected ERA still lies in the low threes, an improvement of more than two runs from 2020. Improvements in two pitches point to Gibson's turnaround as a member of the Rangers rotation. First, his sinker is doing a much better job of sinking. It's dropping a full three inches more than it used to. Second, his changeup has, well, changed up. Last year, batters slugged 389 against it, but they've managed only a single extra base hit off the change in 2021. Gibson missed time last month with a groin strain, but quickly picked up where he left off, allowing a total of two runs in two June starts. Gibson takes the mound again tonight in Houston, and more than just Rangers fans will be watching. MLB trade rumors recently listed Gibson among this year's top trade deadline targets. With Texas now 15 games back in the AL West, Gibson could get an opportunity to reinvent himself yet again, this time in a new city. Our second number is 27, the number of Tampa Bay games this year in which the Rays' starting pitcher didn't face a single batter three times. Tyler Glasnow padded Tampa's league-leading mark in this category by going only four innings last night against the White Sox. Familiarity favors hitters. Against starters, batters OPS 744 the third time through the order compared to 687 the first time, and that difference understates the effect, since mainly good pitchers having good days last to the third go-round. Managers face a trade-off, stick with a gradually less effective starter, or rely even more on the bullpen. Rays manager Kevin Cash generally goes with the latter, and thanks to a solid group of bullpen arms, it's working. When his starters do face hitters for the third time, they hold opponents to a lower OPS than any other team's rotation does. The relief core has no problem with the extra work, ranking fifth in baseball by opponent OPS. Cash is known for mixing up lineups, defenses, and pitching roles, and it turns out he doesn't let the other team get comfortable either. Today's third and final number is two, the number of unranked Division I college teams who have run the regional and super regional gauntlet to reach the final eight of the College World Series in Omaha. The Virginia Cavaliers began their postseason seeded third in a four-team regional against Old Dominion and South Carolina. They've been pushed to the limit in every round, fighting through the loser's bracket in the double elimination tourney and winning the decisive game in the best of three super regional against Dallas Baptist yesterday. Even more impressive is the path of the NC State Wolfpack. They defeated host team Louisiana Tech twice in the regional, then overcame national number one Arkansas in the super regional with two one-run wins after a 21-2 blowout loss in the opener. The upset victory have moved the Wolfpack up to seventh in the college splits ELO ratings, three places above Stanford, their first opponent in Omaha on Saturday. Virginia isn't so lucky. They continued their quest for a national title against Tennessee, a team that hasn't lost a single game in the postseason tournament. It won't be easy, but for the Cavaliers, playing the role of the underdog is familiar. That's it for today's episode of The Opener. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and let us know what you think on Twitter at Opener Podcast. You can help others find the show by leaving a review on iTunes, and you can always find episodes and full transcripts at OpenerPodcast.com. Thanks for listening.